0: We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Barnwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCACHurch.com. And join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. In the middle. I read a verse in Romans that says, we know. Then the next verse says, we don't know. Then the next verse says, we know. So we know the beginning and we know the end. But right in the middle of all the stuff we're going through in life, we don't know. So that, that thought kept sticking in my mind all week. So today I'm going to preach a message entitled, All I Know. So there's some things in the middle that I found out that I may not know everything, but there's something I do know. I know you've already been standing, I'm not going to ask you to stand again, but if you have your Bibles, turn to John chapter 9. All I Know. I read a a story about this couple who were walking on a walk they had walked on every morning for years. They were hiking. Then this morning, all of a sudden, one of them looked over and there was a a little top of a can poking out of the ground. They went over there and dug it up, and it was full of gold coins. So they began to look around and they found 14 cans worth of gold coins. $14 million. Now, how many of you like to find that on your walk every morning? Or at least once? Well, this morning I want to carry you real quickly to the book of John and a young man who found gold on his walk. John chapter 9, verse number 1. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. He asked his disciples, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now, listen to what Jesus said. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. So there's times when I'm going through things. It's not my fault. But it's for the glory of God. Now, whenever we say life's not fair, think about this man. He's born blind, lived all of his life for this moment. So that Jesus could reveal the glory of God. Verse number four. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. so he sent the man. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No. He just looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am this man. How then were your eyes opened? They asked. He replied, The man called Jesus, made some mud, put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Solomon and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? They asked him. I don't know, he said. Very powerful passage. He's born blind. It wasn't his fault or his parents' fault. Jesus made some mud, put it on his eyes. He told him to go. He was sent to the pool of Siloam. He washed. He could see. He went home. Everybody said, must not be him because man we know is blind. He said, it is me. How did it happen? Where is he? I don't know. I don't know. Now, we've got to understand that this was done for the glory of God. There are things in our lives that we go through that we don't understand. For years, I've had people ask me so many questions. Why is it happening this way? Why doesn't God do this? Or why doesn't God do that? The only answer is we fall back on this theological phrase, the sovereignty of God. Okay? I was thinking about that this weekend. The closest thing that I can get to is my children or my grandchildren. I'm their father, their poppy. There are things that I don't give them. There are things that I don't allow them to do. Why? Because it's not good for them. Now, when I tell them no, or I don't allow them to have it or do it, they don't understand. My kids at times thought I was a mean dad, that I didn't love them, that I didn't care, you know, because I don't want them to have any fun or whatever. But when they became adults, they all of a sudden understood, oh, that's why. I believe that we're God's children. There's things we go through in life or things that He doesn't give us or allow us to happen, whatever it may be, and we're going, I don't understand. This man was born blind. He didn't do anything wrong. His parents didn't, but that was the theology of the day. If there was a deficiency in a child, it was because of a sin of the parents or a sin of that child. Now look at this. I'm going to read this passage to you because this is powerful. John 9, 13 through 16. So they brought him to the Pharisee, the man who had been born blind. Now, the day on which Jesus made the mud and opened the man's eyes was the Sabbath. Okay, now we've got all kind of legal issues going on. Therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he received his sight. Listen to what the guy says. He put mud on my eyes, I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner perform such signs? So they were divided. This man's going, this is all I know. I don't understand about the Sabbath. I don't know about all these theological things. All I know, he made some mud. He put it on my eyes. I can see. That's all I know. But the Pharisees are getting caught up in their traditions. When did this happen? Where did this happen? How did he do it? Who is he? Where is he? And you can just see this guy going, I don't know. I don't know. And frankly, I don't care. Because I can see. And I found that in church sometimes we get hung up on all the things about tradition. We go, well, that wasn't done this way or that way because that's the way it's always been done. No, it happened different. On that day? Yeah, it happened on that day. You mean you were saved and you weren't at church? Yeah. You mean you were healed and you were not at church? How did this happen? Well, all I know is I was a sinner. I met Jesus. And now I'm saved. I mean, all I know is I was a drunk. I met Jesus. I'm sober. All I know is I was a drug addict. I met Jesus. And now I'm set free by the power and blood of Jesus Christ. That's all I know. Come on. All I know is I was in bondage. I met Jesus. He set me free. That's all I know. Does anybody here feel that way today? Come on, give me praise. That's all I know. You don't need to know anything else to be a witness. You just witness what happened in your life. This is all I know. Well, who did it and when did you do it and how did this happen? I don't know. I don't know. Look at this. John chapter 9 verse 17. Then they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes. He opened. The man replied, I think he's a prophet. (laughs) Well, they still did not believe that he had been born blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Okay, these guys are not going to let this go. They're not going to let it go. So they sent for the parents. The parents are coming in. Is this your son? Uh, is this the one who was born blind? How is it that he can now see? Well, we know he's our son. And we know he was born blind. So these are just things we know. But how he can see now, or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He's of age, he will speak for himself. Can you see the mind of the parents just working? They're in front of the Pharisees. And they're going, if we answer this wrong, we could get kicked out of the church we we got to defer this. We do not want this on us. So we're going to defer it. Hey, he's our son. Yeah, he was born blind, but ask him. We don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to get in trouble. We don't want to mess up the theology of the temple here, okay? So just ask him. He'll speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who had already decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. And that was why his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So in other words, they threw their son under the bus. <laughs> he's just received his sign and his parents go, mm, it's on you. It's on you. They said, all we know is that he's our son and he was born blind. But if you want to know anything beyond that, ask him. So here's what they said. I don't know. But one thing I do know. Here's what it is. Look at verse 24. A second time, they summoned the man who had been born blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner, he replied. Well, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know I was blind, but now I see. Simple, isn't it? Isn't the gospel simple? Sometimes we've got to get the theological words thrown in there and the eschatological passages and we've got to understand what the hermeneutical process is and somebody needs to go, just stop all that. All I know is that I was blind. I met Jesus and now I can see. I don't care how many times you ask me, the story's not going to change. I don't know any other facts, but this one thing I do know. Then they ask Him, Why did he do? What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He said, I've told you already, and you're not listening. What do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples? I love this guy. Why do you keep that? Do Do you want to be one of his disciples? Can you imagine those Pharisees going, Oh, us, disciples of this man? No, we're disciples of Moses. We are disciples of the, of the temple. We don't need to follow anyone else. Got on their holy high horse. Here's what they we know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. And the man answered, now this is remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly person who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening of eyes of a man born blind. See, this has never happened. What's going on? If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. To this they replied, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they threw him out. How dare you tell us that something could happen that's never happened before? They get all caught up in in all the particulars of how this came about. Where is he from? What is his resume? What what has he done in the past? What is going on in your life? Now listen, we know that you were born blind, so you're, sin, you're a sinner. Your parents must have sinned because nobody is born blind without sin being there. And they get all caught up in all the traditions and their mindset. And, and all of a sudden they, they get bogged down. Have you seen people get bogged down in religion? Listen, this is not a religion I'm preaching about today. This is about a relationship. All I know, church, is that I was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Through many dangerous toils and stairs, I have already come. I know this one thing, that God will never leave me nor How do I explain it? I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I don't know why we go through some things we go through. But all I know is I met Jesus. I was blind but now I can see. All I know is I was sick but now I'm healed. All I know is that Jesus touched me. I don't know how it works. I can't explain it to you. But all I know. Listen. We need to be able to trust God and not have answers for everything. We don't have to have the answers. We just know who the answer is. You've got problems in life? Go to Jesus. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It doesn't matter what the problem is. It doesn't matter how you think it needs to be processed. Just go find Jesus. Find Him on your walk of everyday life. Because when you find Him, you found something more precious than gold. When you find Him, you've got the solution to all the problems in life. I've got friends and family that are in other parts of the country. I can't be there to witness to them. I can't be there to lead them to Christ. So you know what I do? I pray God puts somebody in their path. God put somebody in their path that will stop them on their daily walk and lead them to you. Now you know what? There's people in other places who have family and friends in Polka. And guess what they're praying? Lord, put somebody in their path that will tell them about Jesus Christ. And guess what? That's you and me. We better be careful who we meet every day because somebody may be praying for their lost loved one and you bump into them. And they can say, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And begin to have a conversation. And, they, they, and all of a sudden they see a light in you. The light of the world's coming out of you. And they go, well, how do you know? Listen, I don't know how it happens. But all I know. And then you share what Jesus has done for you. You don't have to get into some theological discussion. You don't have to have some big long words and answers for everything. All you do is say, all I know. Is that I was blind. He put some mud on my eyes. I washed it off. And now I can see it's simple. The gospel is simple. The gospel is just good news. This is all I know. Well, pastor, what do you know today? This is all I know. This is everything. Look at verse 35. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of God? Here's what he said. Who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. And Jesus said, You have now seen him. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believed, and he worshipped. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he found Jesus and he was revealed to him, he said, I believe. Now Jesus did this miracle for this man, and the man didn't even believe in Jesus. I've seen people receive miracles in their life before they believed. You want to mess up all your theology? Yeah, deal with that one for a while. But Pastor, the Bible says we must first have faith to believe. I've seen God break those rules. I've seen God do things for people, and they were the most ungodly people from my theological perception. I'm going, wait a minute. This is in their life, that's in and that's what these Pharisees were doing. Listen, a man born blind, there's some kind of sin going on, heritage something that's, that's because you were born this way. And Jesus said, no, the reason why this man was born this way, it's not his fault. It's not his parents' fault. He was born this way to walk on this road this day so that I can meet him and reveal myself to this world, that I am the light of the world. Amen. So today, whatever you're going through, it may not be your fault. Listen, I've had theology said to me for years, oh, if you've got sin in your life... It's because that's because of the sickness. Yeah, the sickness is there's sin in your life. I had that told to me about my mother-in-law. I've never met a more holy, righteous woman in my life. She died of pancreatic cancer. It wasn't because of sin in her life. My mother and father died of, of diseases that was not because of sin in their life. You may have known people. It's not because of sin. But I believe in every instance there's an opportunity for God to display His glory. Now, I'm a child and I don't understand why He does it for one and does not do it for another. I don't understand that. But I do know that He says this, that when you walk through the waters, sometimes we have to walk through it. We don't get delivered out of it. And when you walk through the fire, I'm going to be right there with you. Hallelujah. When you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm going to be right there. All I know, church, is that I was lost. Then I met Jesus. And now I'm found. I was in darkness. And I met Jesus. And now I'm living in the light. I wonder how many testimonies are in this room today of what Jesus has done for you. Listen, we don't need to get this thing complicated. We need to be able to share with anyone within one to two minutes of what Jesus has done for us. Because that may be all the time we have. Why do you live like you live? Well, all I know, I'm not going to give you some long speech. I'm not going to give you some great dissertation. I'm not a great orator, but here's what I do know. That I was lost, I met Jesus, and now I'm found. One other thing real quick I want you to see. Jesus did the work. He spit in the dirt and made the mud and put it on the man's eyes. Jesus did the work. The man just had to obey. We've got to have obedience. We're we're a participant in this thing today. We've got to obey. Whatever the Word of God says, whatever the Word tells us to do, if He sends us, we need to go and he'll be obedient. Because there's a lot of blind people in this area today that need to see Jesus Christ in you and need to see Him in me. Can we explain? Do we have answers to all the questions sometimes? No, I don't. And if anybody tells you they know all the answers, they don't. There's only one who knows it all. Listen, everything in your life today he knows about. And you may be here today and you may be going, Pastor, I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't either. But all I know is that when you bring it to Jesus, he can change it. No matter how long it's been there, no matter how big it is, No matter how it goes against cultures, mentality, and thought process. Well, pastor, that's never been done. Hey, he says, I'm bringing out a new way. I'm building a new road through the desert. I'm going to give you greater works than have ever been seen before. That's what he says about us. And you are a church, a mighty army of God. And you are being released into this community every Sunday, every week, every morning you wake up. You're being sent out. And who knows the people that you are going to meet that they have friends and family living in other parts of the country and they're saying, God, today let somebody bump into my brother my sister. Let somebody bump into my cousin, my uncle, my aunt. I want somebody to bump into them who knows Jesus Christ. And that person is you. When you bump into them, You've got a very simple explanation. I don't know everything. But this one thing I do know. And you know how you know it? Because it happened to you. And you have your stories and I have mine. And I can tell you, I know that he is my redeemer. I know that. I can't explain how it happens. But I know that if I confess my sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he will forgive me my sins, I will be saved. I know that he's my healer. I don't know how it all works. But I know that I've had all kinds of sickness and disease in my body and he's healed me. My wife, both my children have been healed by the Lord Jesus Christ. I've seen it. I don't have the answers to all your questions. Well, how does it work? And what process do I do? And what's the three-step method? I don't know the three-step method. All I know. It's simple. It's powerful. And it will change lives. All I know. Well, pastor, do you believe that Jesus is coming back? Oh, I know he's coming back. Well, how's it going to work? When's it going to happen? I I don't know. But here's what he says. That an angel's going to shout and a trumpet's going to blow. Then all of those that are dead in Christ will rise first. And all of us who are alive and remain in Jesus Christ will be caught up together with him in the clouds forever to be with him. And the corruptible puts on incorruptible and the mortal puts on immortality. Come on. I know that I know. How does it work? I don't know. But I know. All I know is that one day, church, to be absent in the bodies, to be present with God. All I know is one day I'm gonna be singing here, and the next moment I'm singing the praises of God on the streets of gold. I don't know how it all works, but I do know that His Word will never fail heaven and earth will pass away but my word will stay. join us anytime at PCACHurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City